I'm Dawn. And I'm Tracy. And we are Real Women. Hello and welcome to another No Fluff, No Filter episode. I'm here today as always with Dawn. Hello, Dawn. Hello, Tracy. And we are joined today by the wonderful Katie Rishi, who is of Rishi Fitness. She runs Fight Nights and her background is Martial Arts Academy. So definitely fits in really well with our topic of conversation, which is working in a men's world. Katie, welcome. Thank you so much. What a nice introduction. Thanks for having me. You are welcome. So I know I'm no stranger to working in a man's world. I spent quite a lot of my early career in IT, which back then was full of men. I'm now in property, which whilst it's got a lot of women, still has a lot of men in it. But martial arts and fitness, you know, I go down the gym and I see the beefcakes working out and I just feel like I'm in testosterone hell. So, <laughs> oh, I, I laugh at that because I know what you mean, but I never really thought about it like that until you kind of said a woman in a man's world. But I guess I just, I think I've just worked my way into it and tried to just crack on. Yeah. So it, is it is it as bad as what some of us think? Like, you know, martial arts is full of men. And how did you get into that space? I mean, uh yeah, look, fitness. The fitness industry is completely male dominated, of course, and so is martial arts. Um, I just, how did I get into it? Oh my gosh! Do you know what? My dad, my dad took me into it because I am one of four and three brothers with a dad. Um, I do have a stepsister, but my dad was very much like, you know, you're one of the boys. Let's go. We're going to the gym. You're coming. We're going to box. You're coming. So. I kind of guess that's my way of being in and yeah, I just fell into fitness. I loved it. I spent a lot of time in the gym. I, I think I just, I just trained. I just got on with it. I just didn't worry about who and what was around me within martial arts. I mean, look, I've been in a few different gyms that obviously weren't ours. And uh, I was intimidated. I felt that female presence where you were secondary that's the truth so you walk in and that you're not really acknowledged the guys are all right mate all right how are you and the girls like yeah put your bags over there the class will start in a minute they're not that friendly to you so you've just got to get on with it like if you want to be in it be in it you can't sort of let them um put you on the side seat but it was hard it is hard i see it happening in our gym sometimes where you see the girls come in and they're like sulk in and you're like oh Hi, come in. Like, how are you? But it's it's scary, isn't it? It's a scary world. Yeah, and I've noticed a few gyms now. I mean, a few weeks ago, um, I went looking around the gyms in the area because I was looking at getting a gym. And I was saying to Dawn earlier, my big problem with going to the gym is going to the gym. I'm I'm not your biggest workout person. And I quite enjoy working out at home, but actually the travelling to the gym is a bit of a pain in the neck for me. But when I was looking around... The guys showing me round all made a point of telling me there's a woman's area there, and I don't, I don't get that. Is that not still segregating us? Is there a reason for that? It's a little bit of a safety net, and a lot of my female clients still would say, "Oh, I didn't go into the weight section because I wasn't with you." So there's still that element of the not feeling confident enough to walk into that section and pick up your little dumbbells, but ladies. You have as just as much right to be in that section as anybody else. And if you're picking up your four kilos, 
you pick up those damn four kilos. It doesn't matter that they're picking up whatever they're picking up. I've got male clients that I say, I don't want you touching those big weights yet. Like we're starting light and we will build your strength up. It's um, it's just a matter of the confidence. But sorry, I, I sorry, digress. But going back to the point of you saying as a ladies section, isn't it nice to have a little area which is just ours? It, yeah, like, it it's is. nice that we're given a little area where we're felt confidence. So at least they can start there rather than not going in that section at all. Because have, the dumbbell does everything. Have you found since you've been doing the online um because you do you do online training, don't you? You've got your online community. Okay. Have you found that that's more female driven? That females feel more comfortable doing it with you on the screen and through that virtual platform? Yeah, hundred percent. Do you know I'm actually more conditioned to training at home a lot more because I love it. It's safe. You know what? You don't even have to wear a sports bra if you don't want it. You, <laughs> no. don't have to. you can train in your knickers if you want to. Like no one gives a damn what you're wearing. You don't have to go and be like, oh. Do my socks match my top? Do I look cool? You can literally just go downstairs in your pyjamas and train. And I, I love that. And a hell of a lot of my clients love that. And also you can get it done. You actually mentioned your travel to the gym is a nightmare. Like yeah. we puzzle we that out. I love lockdown. Lockdown for me was everything, by the way. Like just building up that massive community of fitness and health and wellness was just, that was the one. I was all for it. Yeah, I must admit that. And I think that's like, yeah, I do like my gym. I do go, but I tend to use it for the swimming now because that's the only thing I can't do at home is the swimming pool. But it's just like, <laughs> it's like for me, and I'm guessing a lot of other people, I mean, some people are big into their fitness and they will, you know, they're, they're in their hab habit world that the going to the gym isn't a problem. My little fitness brain, any excuse it can get to get out of training, it will and the excuse of, oh, I've got to get up, I've got to put all this gear on, then I've got to drive to the gym, then I've got to drive back, then I've got to get changed. That's enough of an excuse for my brain to go, oh, sod it, I won't do it today. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, it's and also because maybe you're not doing something that you absolutely love. You've got to find that little passion. You've got to find that one thing that you just think, I can't live without that. My Zumba, my spin class, my, I don't know, there's new this bounce thing now. You've just got to find something that you absolutely love and you don't want to miss out. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So in the fitness industry, Katie, because I know in a lot of industries where it's male dominated and I know they're all getting better. It's not as bad as it was 20, 30 years ago. But in a lot of industries, it was that it was the sort of being looked down upon because you're in an industry that was predominantly men like engineering, architects, IT. In fitness, is that what it is, or is it more about women being confident going into a gym that's the bigger issue in that world? Listen, it can be a little bit of everything. Obviously, you're hearing it from my one side. I just need to say that. But yes, look, women, although now it's changing, weren't necessarily lifting what men were lifting. So you're looked upon as weaker. But now, not so much, because there's some serious women out there doing some amazing things for all different sorts of sports. Um, same thing within like martial arts. Ladies weren't um, as higher class or as professional or out there. And there weren't so many professional fighters as there are now, but there's some incredible women out there doing some amazing, amazing things. Some top fighters and athletes out there now absolutely killing it on the Muay Thai scene. They are absolutely smashing it. And it's just incredible to see as well. Like such powerful girls and some of them are like mothers and wives as well as fighters and how they do that and how manage that. Oh my God. I just give them like all their dues there. They're just, it's just so worth it. 
Um, so it's it's changing, but you'll still hear you'll still hear guys going, oh, yeah, but they don't hit as hard as men, or, or they don't or they don't get as nasty as men. But they, you know, we're fueled on different things. Actually, yeah. I was there was a, a post literally over the weekend um, that throughout Katie and I obviously we're just to sort of give context we're both in martial arts uh, as an industry I've got a group that's got uh, I don't know 1350 instructors in <clears throat> historically I would normally uh, pitch that there'd be no more than one and a half maybe two percent female demographic and that's been throughout my whole uh, career really in terms of, of of other instructors and stuff in the group though I think there's 14 percent female martial arts instructors which I love and literally just at the weekend um so so this instructor she's she does it full-time with her husband they've got they've got 450 students they they're smashing it absolutely smashing it and still a father came in to the gym or to you know to her dojo and was bringing his little boy and asked for the instructor and said to her what you you're you're taking the class um because she was a female so the perception was what I really have noticed and maybe because I'm in the position that I am and have access to so many male instructors and all in the group we talk about these things I think what I can see is that instructors male instructors are usually okay with females instructing i think a lot more instructors are a bit something doesn't sit right with them for women fighting full contact but certainly there's there's not much evidence anymore i think it's got better for our pit or pit i'm not an instructor but your peers katie i suppose the guys who are running the gyms they don't seem to have much aversion to promoting a student into instructor and going down that pathway but certainly joe public's uh expectation is when they walk into these environments they're expecting a man um and that's really i don't think i don't see much shift in that actually and that, that's I mean, interesting though isn't it that it's it's the parents that are doing the judging intriguing um i just think it's just old school mindset still things you know things are slightly shifting um I mean, we we had an interclub actually yesterday, and, and I do the matchmaking for it actually. And someone said to me, "Yeah, but he can fight him." And I was like, "Yeah, no, they're different weights." And he was like, "No, no, they're not." And I was like, "They are. I've weighed them in, and I know who they are." And he was like, "No, no, 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 they can fight." And I went, "Come here, look on the piece of paper. I'm telling you now." But like questioning, like questioning, like I don't know what. I've done it a long time. Do you think so, that? And I wouldn't go on, Katie. Sorry. No, they, they wouldn't have questioned a male coach or, or anybody else. Yeah, that was the question I, I was going to ask. I, I, Would they question the man yeah. doing that sum? <laughs> Probably not. So Katie not, and I, no. uh, in very similar, well, I don't do this anymore, but sort of, sort of 20 years ago we were in similar situations because I used to do finites as well. The difference between Katie and I was um, she does it all fucking fabulously. They've got great, great shows that they put on for competitive fighting. But uh, Christian is kind of his, it's his face at the forefront. And so I can imagine that that people just overlook the fact that it's that you've done all the graft um and expect it oh, to for be, sure yeah the difference with yeah, me for sure, for sure. And, I, and i'm okay with that because i do like i i do actually like how our roles work 
and it's not often it's not often but maybe in the last few years maybe two to three times I've gone go and talk to Christian like if you've got a problem but it's not often I even have to throw that card out but then yeah they do um of course you get of course you get questioned a lot and I'm confident enough to know that I know my role I know my job I know what I'm capable of and I know like for us, safety is first. So I'd never, we never mismatch. We had on our, on our last show, uh, we actually matched so well. Like there were hard, well, there were stoppages, of course, but there were no KOs and stuff because people do want to see that. They love it. They love it's a blood sport, isn't it? At the end of the day, they want to see that. But I matched so well, but there weren't any. So someone was like, oh, I really <laughs> want to see some more like blood, and I wanted to see some more like knockouts. And I yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> And just no, no, imagine no. it, a fight club with no knockouts, a bit like a Formula One race with no crashes, isn't it? It's not as fun. <laughs> maybe, I'll, no, maybe I'll do a little bit of mismatch next time. <laughs> no, what I want to pick up on on that, uh, and, and I think that Tracy and I would both resonate with this, so we've kind of, we understand that there's a public perception of, you know, expecting to see a man uh, to take a martial arts class or to pick up, you know, heavyweights and we, you know, that that's fine. And and there's a little bit of pushback in in male peers <clears throat> in these industries that they want to see other men doing it perhaps. But what I'd really be interested in is communicating to women because where Katie and I and Tracy are probably all similar and you've just hit upon it, which is a beautiful thing, Katie, you're confident enough to be okay with it and I think that where women sometimes fall short is by not taking responsibility for what they expect so as a as if you're not very confident and and you're expecting prejudice you will make decisions based on that lack of confidence um but you may not recognize that actually you could have done more about it and it's very easy to say I'm in a male space they're all sexist uh, I have to prove myself more and I'm not necessarily saying that some of those things aren't true but I do know a hundred percent every female that I talk to that's in a male space who does it really well because they are confident themselves and they don't expect to be treated that way actually they get treated that way a lot less so a lot of not not in my industry, but outside of my industry, I get asked quite a lot. Bloody hell, don't you get a load? Of, how have you? How do you sit in a leadership position in a male space without getting all the shit? And the only thing I can say is, well, occasionally there'll be a twat that does try it on, but not very often. But because it's so rare, I genuinely think it's because it never occurred to me that I was any less equal being a female. Um, sure. And and I think it starts with us and how we view ourselves in the, those positions. What would you say to that? I think you're absolutely right, Dawn. Do you know what I actually must say is it's also a reflection on our behaviour and how we hold ourselves in the environment. Because I feel like if you're, oh, this is, this is going to come across quite harsh. If you put yourself out there flicking your hair and fluttering your eyes you're gonna get chatted up because you are sort of behaving in that way but if you're walking in the gym environment and obviously I can only say in a gym environment and you're putting on your gear to spy and you're just cracking on to train then they're going to respect you enough to train with you and respect you because you've got that's the difference first 
Correct. Now, we've got a lot of females in our gym and they're phenomenal fighters and athletes. Like these ladies are absolutely top, top, top notch. And they you'd never see them misbehaving in the gym. They are just as much as part of the boys as anybody else, if not right part of the team. Um, they represent the gym and themselves with amazing like etiquette and just exquisite like nature and that is how they gain full full respect from everybody in there male or female parents non-parents kids um we actually don't have um what i was thinking as you were saying is we don't actually have any female teachers but the male guys don't care if they're training girls or boys like it really doesn't matter but that is an environment that we've all created um but it's, that it's an environment in our gym. Then, isn't it? You, in order, if you're so, if you're in any environment and you're not feeling respected, but I think where it go, then it starts with your self respect. I think where it goes wrong for women sometimes and men, because then men become they're just dicks when they're not confident. But the um, from a female perspective, when we're not confident and and we we question ourselves and then we go right no i'm gonna i'm going to be i'm gonna have respect there seems to be the belief perhaps that there's a trade-off with your femininity um yeah you almost you almost let yourself down and and i must say like ladies out there when you're walking into a martial arts academy if you don't feel that confident, speak to your coach. Yeah. Your coach should be the one there, male or female, to support your first steps in there or your starting journey. And if they don't, that's not the gym for you. That is all I can say on that matter. With regards to like a, a globo gym, you know, like a standard average gym. I mean, it, it really depends on where you go now. I, I've heard they're very different. I don't spend a lot of time in sort of commercial gyms as such, but I definitely see that it's completely changed. Um, not not massively for the better. There's still a lot of ego, uh, you know, male. It's a, it's still, it still is a male-dominated atmosphere, especially in the weights section. I've often gone in there tired and thought, oh, geez, like not in the mood to like get amongst this lot today. And I have moved away. So I still get that every now and then. And Jesus, I've been a trainer for well, probably like 13 years. It's not that I don't know my stuff. It's just that sometimes I walk in, I'm like, Ugh, but then I get my arms out and I'm like, let's go. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> and that's cool, isn't it? Of, you've got to dig deep. You've got to dig yeah. deep and I just go, I've got, I've just got to train. I've just got to get I, think, I think in any industry, it a lot of it is, it, it does begin with us, ladies. It's like if you, you know, confidence building is one of the massive ones because if you're more confident of what you're doing then that energy is going to come across and where it comes to instructors or teachers or trainers and and this works in the property world as well yeah if, if you're going to be a trainer in the property world it's about your credibility and sometimes yeah we do have to work a bit harder at proving we're as good but I think one of the phrases that always pisses me off why do we have to be one of the boys to fit in? Why can't we all just be, why can't we all just be people doing weight training or working in property or working as architects? This phrase, one of the boys, I don't think helps personally, but there you go. That's us that's created it. Yeah, because this is where where I think it probably come. I can remember in the 80s, and I'm sure you will do too, Tracy, um, women who were on the career path 
had to either sleep their way up, or this was the perception, either sleep their way up or become one of the boys in yeah. order to be accepted. I've I struggle with that hugely. I always I've always seen me being a female in a male dominated world as an advantage because when men try to lead other men, the testosterone and the male ego, which long may reign, uh, I love a masculine man, please. Please don't take away the masculine men. But uh, <laughs> no other reason that while I'm hormonal, I can call them dicks in anger. I mean, it's a nice thing to do. <laughs> but so I've always seen it as a good thing being a female, because I think when men try to lead men, there is that that clash of the titans sometimes with ego and testosterone and all the rest of it. Whereas if you're a woman, um, I agree with uh, with Katie. You don't need to go down the batty eyelid uh, uh, route. That is not a self-respect platform to elevate yourself from. Um, it's not not feminine. It's 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 human. If someone's coming off with bullshit, or you know what's right and what's wrong, and you speak your truth and you you do what you do, that that's not trading your femininity. That's oh, actually nice. That's actually being you and 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 in all your marvelousness. And then when you try and lead men in any situation, because you're not testosterone driven, actually it's much easier to do because women naturally have softer skills, I think is the buzzword around it. We've got, you know, we naturally lend to softer skills. We're very often more intuitive. We're very often really good communicators. Um but that doesn't mean to say we can't have a firm handshake and a look in the eye and and be right. Um, and and I think I think I think it really starts with us. And I I genuinely think I would have had a harder time in my career uh, had I been a man. And I think being a woman made it a lot easier. I, 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 what do you think, Katie? I don't know. I'm not sure. I've I've had. I, I'm trying to think back to like my early days, and I definitely had some battling issues like let's say when I first started working in a gym and obviously you you're trying to get your clients and you're trying to build your client base and there's so so much competition and I and I actually remember back to this one guy who worked at the gym and I I didn't like him I didn't like him at all he used to get all his clients by like really flirting with the girls and 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 I used to think it was like a proper dick move but not only that I'd feel like oh my god he's flirting with all these women he's nicking all these clients like what has he got that I haven't got like a dick everyone knows this <laughs> yeah I mean basically it actually turned out it was that and it was using that and yeah. he wasn't charging as well he wasn't charging he was like giving him well, a free session hold on can we can we clarify this Katie was he not charging for the gym chef sessions or was he not charging for the other sessions it was <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't like to delve in that bit but he uh it wasn't charging he wasn't charging for the sessions for, for training these clients. So he, whereas he was going, oh, I've got all the clients. I've got all the clients. Of course you have. You're not charging for them. <laughs> like we're all trying to build our database. Just giving it out. Do you like, know, that's quite it was sad. Funny. In, I was going to say that's quite not sad in a way. That's probably the wrong word. But it, I think it highlights the fact that this gender issue, you know, working in a man's world, et cetera, I'm guessing it has an impact on our men as well because – there he is, in order to get the client using his body, whether it's imagery or whatever, but also not charging to compete on an ego level of I've got the most clients. I hadn't really yeah. I hadn't thought about how we're impacting the men by 
working in an industry that was previously dominated by them. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. So on the flip side, actually, you know, women are like literally go women because when you walk into a uh, into a gym now, you see a hell of a lot more female trainers. Back in the day, there really were a few. Like when I started, there really were a few women trainers, and. I even have female clients now that go, I never would have trained with a girl. I would have never trained with a woman. Christian, when I first met him, never would have trained with a female. Like, and I, I train a lot. I do a lot of strength and conditioning for the fighters now. And I guarantee none of them would have ever considered coming to a female coach just wow. because of that's how they're conditioned. That guys, no, guys are trainers. Guys are the trainers. And, but actually it's... It, it, all that knowledge about, you know, strength training isn't just about how much weight you can pick up. It's understanding the nutrition, understanding how the muscles work. There is no gender, there's no gender sort of, what's the word, dominance on that. No, listen, knowledge is power. You can be, yeah. look, you can, you can be a dog and know, like if you <laughs> if your dog can talk and knows how to uh, train. And it's just an understanding of you know, movement mechanics, and it comes down to all of that sort of thing. Yeah. I've got a question for you, possibly controversial, possibly not. I want to come back to the fighting in a minute as well. So one of the things I sometimes hear, so we talk about bodybuilding, yeah? Now, I will admit, when I go to a gym, just like when I went a few months ago to get a new membership, they were talking about me getting together with a fitness trainer or whatever, and I immediately went, I want to tone, I don't want to build, I don't want to bodybuild. So there's this, there's this image, not from everybody, but you see an Arnie Schwarzenegger type male, and a lot of people go, that looks really great. But then you see a bodybuilding female, which looks really athletic, really brilliant, but there's this almost, I'm going to call it a prejudice that some people will be horrified by that image because they don't believe women should look like that. Yeah, I, I, yeah, would, of course. I would agree. That's, I mean, right, so I get this a lot. Um, for me, I, I love that you actually brought this up and I'm going to sort of go off on a tangent for a minute. You but go, girl. because you're talking to me at the right point. So, <laughs> these women that look like that have spent a long time to look like that. They watch every little thing that goes into their body, from food to drink, every little thing. They are regimented from the second they get up to the second they go to bed. They don't live a normal life because they choose to, and that is okay. Like, you do you. And you know what? I think they look great. I love women that look like that because I know how much goddamn work goes into that body. And they've been training for a fucking long time like they're lifting not necessarily heavy weights but they're lifting they're training maybe twice a day every single day maybe with one day off they are putting their whole training everything before anything else in life so they look like that they're probably competing on stage you know they probably only have like a little bit of time off to before they then go back on their training cycle so these people are living and breathing their fitness journey for somebody who's just going to join a gym like not in any disrespect, but it's going to take you a fucking long time to look like that. So, because I get girls that come and train me, and they're like, "Listen, I don't want to, I don't want to lift because I don't want to get bulky." I'm like, "Babes, I've been trying for four years. Like, I am trying to get bulky. My body will not do it. Like, you just, it, you just can't naturally get like that." So I love it because it's it's such a it's such a funny thing when people are like, "I don't want to lift because I don't want to get bulky." I'm like, "Listen, look at me trying to get bulky. I'm still bloody tiny. Can't do it." 
but it's where we go, isn't it? We automatically, I mean, I know sure. it's not be every female, but any many females going to a gym are like, I, I don't want to look like Arnie. I just want to tone. I want rid of the and bingo wings. Yeah, I love it. I always get like, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things as well. I, I follow this amazing um, a guy, funnily enough. So uh, guys with knowledge, though, are really, really good. And, and I find like older generations have so much knowledge. It's the food thing now for me because we're not educated about the nutrition. We're not educated. So what we think is healthy is so bad for your body. This should be a whole other podcast for us, by the way. So whereas on Instagram and this whole social media, which is a bit stressful, you've got these girls going, I eat 4,000 calories a day and I'm so trim. Well, she's eating probably really, really well, but she's promoting like eating what are they? So all these bodybuilders are eating like Kellogg's bars. If I ate a Kellogg's bar every day, I'd put on about 10 stone. Yeah, My body too. cannot tolerate any sort of sugar. So for me, I'm... I'm like a natural sort of fat person, so I have to really watch what my body holds onto and absorbs. So it's it's hard work for me. But yeah, that sort of stuff, all the processed sort of stuff is an absolute no-no for me. But there's a lot of stuff being promoted out there to eat that. That's okay because you train. Yeah, but you're not you're not training enough. Yeah, but it's like and anything, that's what we're isn't not... it? It you know, some people will be able to live off cardboard food for want of a better word, and some people won't. Yeah. It, yeah. We've all got different bodies. I mean, me, <laughs> look at a donut and I put two stone on. <laughs> but that's me. I've literally had to watch myself for ever, ever, ever. I think but my... I just eat naturals. I yeah. think one of my favorite sentences I've ever heard anybody say is, I'm a natural fat person. <laughs> If you saw, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you saw Katie's physique, she's got a phenomenal. I mean, she literally has I, a phenomenal physique. And we, are, I'm also naturally fat, not because I'm a natural fat person who looks it. I'm naturally fat because of the fat that I've got around my belly. That's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that comes on the whole of the topic, doesn't it, darling? No, like it's really, I'm really naturally fat. <laughs> at this point in my life um but uh but what's incredible about that is how inspirational is it that you've got Katie she looks 23 but she's in her 40s she works in a male-dominated uh, uh industry she does fight nights she's got a fitness thing uh she looks phenomenal she's very knowledgeable she's very confident but still, there is that female upliftingness to the yeah. honesty of actually, I'm a natural fat person. I have to work really, really hard. And what? But but what's that? That that's really good because if somebody walked into your gym or saw you online to do one of your courses, and they, I I, I see you on Instagram, Katie. I know that you have a phenomenal body. So. And there is, I mean, I wouldn't be intimidated because I absolutely own my fatness. It's fine. But but <laughs> if somebody. I just love that. I own my fatness. I, do. Look, I, do. I love it. I could eat cake or I could have Botox. I'm picking cake. <laughs> just plumps it out really nicely. It's so funny, digression or what, but so apt. It's like me. I've yo-yo dieted most of my life, right? If I go low carb, and I know we have to have an element of carb for protein to be processed and all of that lot. But if I go low carb, I can drop the weight and look good, although it gets harder the older I get. 
but sometimes I just love, I just like food. It's yeah. like, it's, it's so that's... hard to do low carb. How do you, you do just that, put, You just hit the nose head. It's called diet. There's no yeah. such thing as a diet. Let's not diet. Let's just... That's true. It's the wrong word. Watch... Yeah. Let, look, let's just eat that little bit less. Let's watch what we put inside our body. If you want the cake, eat the damn cake. Like yeah. we don't restrict ourselves because that's when we yo-yo. So you've got to have that balance, like 80-20 balance, 80% really, really good. 20% fuck it. I'm going to eat what I want to eat because I feel like it. Like that is, let's live by that. Yeah. My favorite thing is when my four-year-old goes, mummy, let's have a Cornetto. I'm like, let's get them out. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> How do you how do you develop that discipline, Katie? If you're if you're not naturally, you know, uh, if your your metabolism isn't natural to slimness, um, and you clearly are, that that must be a level of discipline. Where where do you no, get I that really, mindset and that that you know that? I'm mindset. very very. My friends my my friends go. Oh, come, we're going to go out for dinner. What are you going to have air? So I'm <laughs> I'm very disciplined. I will have a nosh like every now and then when I fancy it, I will. Chris and I love a little like sushi night. We love our mochi balls or mochi balls, whatever the hell they're called. We love our cheesecake. Like we like our bits, but you know, maybe on a Friday night or a Sunday night, we'll have our little naughty treats. And then the rest of the time we'll be good. If we're out, we'll have a little something. But I like to train. I like to stay in shape. I feel good. So for me, I'm happiest when I'm in control. So I don't need to like throw it away when I put on weight I'm not happy I'm not happy with myself I'm not confident we've got to find where I can thrive when I'm confident so why would I let that go but that's my choice I've also been well I was fighting for a few years so I was in and out of sort of I, I kept around my fight weight it was easier now I'm I've moved over into CrossFit actually because you know I'm old now I can't fight the 20 year old girls and I'm not tired to put myself into fight camp so CrossFit, you don't have to weigh yourself, but you have to be fit. You have to be like fit ready. You can't feel booth fit ready when you're eating crap. It just doesn't no. work. Can I ask? And, and, I, and that's my, my lifestyle. So, do you think that the that we uh, fill ourselves with food sometimes to comfort ourselves on other levels? And by the fact that you're confident, happy, secure in yourself, secure as a, a woman that you don't need to reach for other, you know, goodies so much on a food level to fill your emotion from a comfort point of view? Do you think there's any relationship? Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, listen, we're, we're females and we're very emotional, very. And, and look, I, I'm the first to say I'm well emotionally unbalanced. <laughs> I also shop a lot. So I shop a lot. If you ask my other half, I mean, half of my stuff is hidden. Um, I blame it on the kid. I I think I replace a lot with shopping rather than eating. Like, that's okay. where I've learned to interesting. Uh, impress it. No, I mean, look, I, I've learned tricks of the trade. For me, if I'm uh, obviously during your monthly cycle is massive. So for me, uh, a week and a half before, I'm like an absolute animal and I could eat. I'd eat Chris if I could, to be fair. So I know that when I'm feeling like that, I need to feel my body, listen to your body. So yeah, it's sort of, I'll go for it. I'll eat it uh, to make you guys feel better or all of you out there. So I was waiting for my son to finish school. I was starving. It was like a week and a half before I was going to eat the world. So I went to Mark's and I bought a box of 
um, mince pies and I ate the lot. I thought, I'll have a few. Love I ate it. the bloody lot. What? How many is in there? Eight. I ate eight. The whole yeah. lot in about 10 minutes. <laughs> Do you know, I you know what? No regrets. I wanted it. I felt it, great after. It's that thing of have it or don't have it, but either way, don't whinge about it. Yeah, just no. get on with it. Get so on with it. Thing going, there's the thing on, on the fitness industry like, oh, I don't beat yourself up. So what, you've spiralled. Tomorrow's another day. Get up, crack on. Don't think about it. Just deal with it. Just move on. But don't do it every single day. And that's when no. you lose control. Yeah. So you've got to have a check with yourself. Like, okay, I've been, a, I've been an arsehole for like four days. Let me sort myself out now. Like enough is enough. Yeah, I can't have biscuits in the house. Right, so that's because if don't I have, have it biscuits in the, in the house, well, that's what I do. I just don't have them in the house. If I haven't got them, I can't eat them. But mine is they could sit there for ages. But the minute I have an emotional dip and I've got biscuits in the house, I don't just have one. I have the biscuits in the house. That's Full so stop. normal. I know, like, but it's, it's great normal. hearing that from you. I listen. I put on Instagram every time I have a wobble. To be honest, uh, my old Instagram actually got cut off, and now I'm, I've got a new one. But on my old Instagram page, I for sure used to put on there going, "I'm having a cornetto, and what? I'm having this. So what? It's I'm so not a big chocolate fan. So I'm I'm cake, cake and ice cream. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, all day long. But ice cream, I don't have it in the house because I will have the lot. There will be none uh, left for okay. myself. Tell you, yeah. So no. I don't. But yeah, I love a cake. So. <laughs> So here's one then. So one of the things we that you do and you do very well from what I've heard from Dawn, it, you organise these fight nights. So are, are these like martial arts fight nights? Are they, I don't know what kind of fight nights they are, so you're going to have to educate the uninitiated. But also what goes through my head when I hear that is, you know, is there a discrimination that is vocal that women shouldn't fight? Because I think it's great. Well, Nowadays, I mean, yeah, so we, we run Muay Thai fight nights. Um, should uh, People love watching girls fight nowadays, if I'm honest. It's changed. As I said, it's changed with a lot of the guys around, as in men like to watch women get scrappy. Uh, the messier, the better. You um, many ways, though. There was the whole mud fighting thing. I'm going to say usually it involved mud. But... Yeah, it was bikinis and mud. But the thing... Yeah, the thing is with that is that I don't have ring girls at our events, funny enough. I used to. I used to have ring girls because I used to get sucked into what the crowd want, but I don't do it anymore. And I'll tell you why. I was sick of hearing it. I was sick of actually seeing the girls walking out and then being like, oh, it's be like, oh, you know what? It actually makes me feel a bit ill. Yeah, you so know I what? stopped that. Get a grip and get a playboy if that's what yeah. you need to but also, like, I'm sure you've got a girlfriend. I'm sure you've got a wife. Like, oogle over her. That's really who you should be, like, ooing over. But, yeah, I stopped that because, actually, it, was, it wasn't making me feel uncomfortable, not bothered. But it was just like, I'm just, I'm over that. When you see the girls fight, you do hear around the crowd, because I obviously get busy and I'm walking around and I'm busying myself everywhere. You do hear, oh, they'd be better with mud. Or you just hear some odd comments still from things like that but i mean i <laughs> my last fight even my one of my brothers so my brothers and my dad are always there at the fights they love it they get amongst it they used to beat the shit out of me when i was younger so they don't dare now which is brilliant but they once said to me i was gonna be a shit fight anyway because you're girls so one of my brothers said that to me when afterwards he came into the change room after and he went bloody hell that was wicked so it's funny when they do change their mindsets when they see you 
like smash each other up to be fair you've got to give the girls respect for that got to yeah and it's being it's done in an organized not. environment isn't it it's not like they're scrapping on the street like two fishwives <laughs> yeah i mean no, if i saw that i'd sort of be like yeah, no. And walk. I think that would scare me more than actually yeah. facing an opponent in the ring. Well, the thing is, when you're when you're doing something that's in a ring, like boxing, you know, all the martial arts, whatever, it is organised. It is a sport. It is two athletes competing. When you see them on the street, it's anger. It's the wrong. It's the wrong energy. So, yeah, but yeah I've always yeah. wondered what you know because I did hear the things about oh, women should be in mud or not in the ring. I'm like really. <laughs> you'll, you'll get that for now you'll get that forever that that will never change people yeah. mindset won't ever change and and that's okay you know what everyone's entitled to their opinion i it does turn my head though so if i hear a comment like that behind me, i will have to look and see who said it just not to react but i will look obviously because in my head i'm like dick dick but, yeah but yeah. hey you know what we do it as well girls it's just that the world wasn't geared for us to do it as easily you know if we see a bloke well-toned you know, muscles like an Adonis, all oiled up. We're going to look as well, you know. But the thing is, it's it's not a world where they've put males up there as you know. Ring, there's no ring males, is there? I know. I don't think I want to see that either. I must be honest, though. <laughs> I actually would always admire the females, female body more so than men. So if I'm in the gym, I will look at a girl and go, "Cool." She looks great. Like, I like her outfit. She looks fantastic. She's training hard. You go, girl. Like, love that. I, I definitely would way turn my head at a female than a male, for sure, because we don't do each other up enough, actually. And, yeah. and you know what's funny is that, again, I always go back to social media because, unfortunately, that is our world and life and platform now, isn't it? So a lot of the time now on social media, you'll see girls saying jokes going, oh, I'm, like, cheerleading this girl on. And then she'll show her face and be like, but I don't know why she doesn't look at me because we're like looking <laughs> really so, like skulkily at each other. But in, in our heads, we're like, yeah, woo, go, go, go. Yeah, <laughs> so we girls don't, tell we, each other. Yeah, we don't do enough of it, do we? We don't. I, and I don't know whether it's, each other. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know whether it's a female thing or whether it's a, a cultural thing, but we don't, we, you know, it's like Dawn said it earlier, it's great when you hear women uplifting women it's great when you hear anybody uplifting somebody else because sometimes in our country here in the UK, we don't do a fucking enough of it. We're too quick no, right. to pull somebody down. I um, I, will, I do sometimes go, oh, you look great. And then you do get funny looks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, though. Well, yeah, if you look great, it's tell you you look great. It, it, that we've got to a point where to give compliments, it's awkward. Yeah. People no. find awkward to receive them. Um. Not everybody will will give them either because because they they feel funny giving compliments. I love you know I love uplifting. Well, Dawn, because you're confident in yourself. So when we're confident yeah. in ourselves, we'll give out compliments when they're due. And I don't need to hear anything back. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've done it in the gym before. Or people say to me and I'm like, thank you. And we don't give them enough. But I think that if you're not giving them this because they're not confident. So yeah. girls, just be confident in yourself. It doesn't matter what you look like and what you're doing. But you do you and just own it. Love it. Yeah. Appreciate find, yourself. Find your happy place. Do you. and let's let, Let's go and make more people people more confident because I think that's what's come out of this for me today is working in a man's world is not about being a world that's been dominated by another gender it's it doesn't matter what gender you are 
doesn't matter what your persuasions are. It, it it's having the confidence to be okay in your space. Yeah, and I love that yes. message. And I really do. Yeah, being confident in your space and yourself. Yeah, because we live once, like one life, one chance. Let's just go out and absolutely smash it, and yeah, just do it. you. Brilliant message. Just do you. I like that one. That's that's yeah. got to be a slogan on a t-shirt. Don't worry about doing somebody else. Just do you. <laughs> In every sense of the way. <laughs> I think I think that when we sit and listen to the passion in in Katie, you know, she's a mom, she's a partner, she's she's a businesswoman, she's naturally fat, which I love, <laughs> I love that phrase. Like official, you know, fat, but where it's bloody hard to not show it. <laughs> yeah, but, but has a phenomenal physique, um, and actually. Tracy, you're right. It's got nothing, nothing that we do, whether we're in a male's world, a female, it does, gender's irrelevant. It's actually about us being yeah. confident enough. If you want to ha- look phenomenal, you know, jump in, in somebody, you know, jump in Katie's online course and train with her personally or train with somebody else, whatever. And it doesn't matter if your trainer is a man or a woman because you can get, you can get people who are good and bad in both. So yeah. gender's not really the issue. Inner confidence is. Yeah. Um, and even on the uplifting side, the bit that's that I'm really pleased that we've touched on is actually, again, it isn't just about girls, uplifting girls. It's just about human beings. Give a man a compliment. Yeah. Give another woman a compliment. It, it's, it's not gender-based at all. And if we are confident within ourselves, we're able to do that with ease. And that's been a really nice flavour that you've brought today, Katie. Thank you. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Thank you. And I'm all excited now because my parcels arrived with all my new equipment gear. I get to unpack my equipment tonight. I was worried you were going to say biscuits. (laughs) No, no, I've got no biscuits, Katie. I've not got biscuits. No biscuits. They are my. They are the devil incarnate for me. Are biscuits? I just. I could leave cake. Cake, Chris. I could leave them. Put a biscuit in front of me, especially a shortbread. No. Chris. Christmas for me is. How few shortbread can I eat over Christmas? Forget the turkey and the stuffing. It's the shortbread that's my problem. Keep a tally for us. I think that should be our next podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I... um. What I equipment saying, have you got, Tracy? So, well, I was saying to Dawn early, because my problem is the all the faff of getting to the gym. I lose an hour of my day just getting to and from the gym if I go. And I thought, I want something where I can get out of bed, literally even stay in my jammies if I want, and go and exercise. So um, I've got, I've got, I've gone and bought the new Peloton guide. So it puts me against the trainer on the screen. I can pull up as many strength or yoga or fitness stuff as I want. And it was like you said, Katie, earlier, I'm basically trying to find what's, what is my happy for getting me out and actually exercising in a way that I'm happy with, that I get so passionate about, I love to get up and do it. That's what I'm looking for. So fingers crossed, this is it, but it's on a 30-day home trial. Keep (laughs) us posted. That's all it's about. You've just got to find something that you love. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm going to do. But I'll keep you posted on whether it works. If I tell yeah, you, please do. Here, you know it didn't. And so before we wrap up, Katie, just quickly, if somebody was like me or Tracy um, and, and, and likes to just roll out of bed in our pants and do something um, in front of the telly. Uh, what, what for training in the knickers? 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you uh, offer? So uh, I, I haven't seen your online course. I know that you do it. So is it all weights based? Is it so who 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 would come and look for you? Who would you like to come and look for you? What you know, I um I'm there for everybody and anybody. And we will we will get all of Katie's links in our show notes. So check the show notes out if you want to see what else Katie does or get in touch with her. Katie, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And we are going to have you on another show and more in the future. And on that note, it's goodbye from Katie. It's goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Thank you for your company. And to share your spandex and stiletto stories with us, tag at Real Women Podcast on Instagram.